Yes, church, I hope that this will be a new beginning for us as we commit to the Lord in bringing souls into the kingdom of God. At least we will pray and ask for opportunity to share gospel even though we may be limited by the RMCO, but yet I believe that the work of God will not be hindered by any pandemic or anything else. So let us continue to commit names, souls, people who need the gospel into the hands of God as we sign up for the SIG program. And also, as we come to the Lord, we read in the Bible that whenever we come before the Lord in worship, there will be a time of giving. And this Sunday morning, today, it is the first Sunday of 2021. And let me encourage you this. Every Sunday, we will always come before the Lord with uh, uh, giving, with thanksgiving. But today, it is a special day because it is the first of the year. The Bible always emphasizes on the first, the first fruit, the firstborn. And today, as it is the first Sunday, let me encourage you, as we come before the Lord, let us give a special offering, an offering of faith, an offering to declare God's goodness, an offering to say to God, I trust in you, I believe in you to give Him a good offering whereby we will declare that our dependency and our trust is on the Lord. A giving that tells God, God, you are my Abba Father, that you will take care of me as you have taken care of the birds of the air, the lilies of the field, that you will take care of me. In 2021, I place my trust in you. I place my hope in you that God, wherever my treasure is, there my heart is and I give you my heart by giving you a good offering. Today, this morning, let us not just come before the Lord with a regular offering, but let us come before the Lord and say, God, I'm going to give you a good offering out of a heart of thanksgiving, not with compulsion, but with a willing heart, a cheerful heart. And as I'm going to show you the QR code later, let us give a good offering to start off the year to really say, God, I thank you. I hope in you. And if you're giving tithes, mission fund, AOL fund, or development fund, can I ask that you will give through online transfer, that you will, we will have a proper record of your giving. But right now, let's give our regular Sunday offering, but a good offering to give thanks to the Lord. So I'm going to show you the QR code later after I pray. And let's get ready with our devices and whatever we have to give to the Lord. Let's pray. Father Lord, we come before you once again in prayer because we know as we come before you in worship, it's all about praying to you. It's all about your word. It's all about worshipping you, voicing out our praises unto you. And right now, we are going to give you an offering. Not just any regular Sunday offering, but an offering that represents our faith our trust and our hope in you. And this Sunday morning, we are going to give you a good offering, Father God, to represent a start-off, to represent the first of everything in this year, Father Lord. Our first giving will represent our faith and declaration of our faith unto you. And Father Lord, that we are going to give by faith. We are going to give according to the riches of glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to give, Father Lord, according to the faith that you've given us with a cheerful heart. 
And also, Father Lord, as we give, help us to give not out of what we do not have, but out of the abundance that comes from you, Father Lord. As we give, bless us, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask and we pray. Amen. And right now, we'll show you the QR code. Amen. As we voice of our praise, as we participated in the Word of God, let us continue to hear the Word of God and let us continue to worship Him. This morning, I want to welcome you if you're worshiping with us. And also, if you're first time watching with us, I want to welcome you also. Do stay with us. And I hope that the worship experience will bless your heart. And also, at the end of the service, there's a QR code. And if you're worshiping with us for the first time, let me encourage you to scan the QR code. Let us know who you are, where you're from, so that we will be able to connect with you and we'll be able to share the gospel with you also. Today, it is the first day of the 10 days prayer and fasting that we will start off the year with prayer, with fasting. And if you could not fast, at least let us pray together in the ten, first 10 days. And let us give the first 10 days, these 10 days, coming 10 days, from the 3rd to 12th, January to the Lord. Today is the first day and you may download the PDF copy of the 10 days prayer and fasting. Today, it talks about keeping studying. Keep on studying the Word of God. And let me encourage you as you read Psalms 119, uh, verse, uh, chapter 119, verses 7 to 9, that you will let the Word of God speak to you. And every day for the coming 10 days that we are going to keep praying, keep looking to the Lord. And also, as we start off this year, do remember that if you miss any of our live service, you will still uh, able to watch it because after the live streaming, the entire worship will be recorded in our YouTube. And if you're not able to watch it, the, uh, 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 the uh, message will also be available in audio. We have our church Spotify. Uh, just go to Spotify app and also look for English Sermon and you'll be able to listen to the uh, sermon the audio sermon of every week, alright? So, let us come to the Word of God. And as today is the first Sunday of 2021, I want to share a message that will spur you on to grow stronger in the Lord. And last year, which is effectively last week, I shared about ending strong and as we cross over to 2021, that we will continue to look to God to put God first, to put Christ first, to put calling first, to put character first. And today, as the first week of 2021, I would like to start off with an unusual topic. Now, usually the first Sunday of every year is a time to cast vision. 
to challenge commitment, to provide direction for the year. But today, I want to talk about, uh, on the start of the year 2020, with a message about rest. Not a message to ask you to go, go and go, to do, do and do, but a message to start off and say, rest. Instead of challenging you, uh, challenging you to do more or to do greater for the Lord, I would like to ask you to take a rest this year. And I'd like to uh, start off with a real-life story. Now, on 8th November 2018, there was a news article about a couple with a 12-year-old kid hiking in an unforgiving Australian outback and paid dearly with their lives. Their car broke down, they had a flat tire, and they ran out of patrol. They were in the middle of nowhere. So, they abandoned their car, they wandered out the outback, walking aimlessly under the extreme heat of the sun, trying to find help in the nearby settlement. Eventually, they failed to find any help and their life perished. Their body was found about 4.5 kilometers away from their car. And upon police investigation thereafter, they concluded that this family ventured out the desert on a half-empty tank without adequate supplies, including water and first aid kit. And this family paid dearly with their lives. Now, this is something that must not happen to us as we start off 2021. I believe this year, God will lead us to venture out to do greater things for Him. Things that we, may, uh, we might not have accomplished in year 2020, opportunity that may, we might have missed in year 2020, but in year 2021, we must emerge stronger ever than, than, than before, even in the midst of the pandemic. And not only that, that we must continue to build a robust, resilient, and a relentless faith than ever before. Can you say amen to that? If you, are, if you believe that, just tap in amen in the live chat box. Now, in order to do that, I believe that God wants us to learn about the secret of not burning out, not getting tired, not getting fatigued. And the secret is based on a powerful word called rest. Not any kind of rest, but God's kind of rest. This morning, I want to talk about the Sabbath rest. God wants us to enter in the time and a season of rest. But there are two kinds of rest according to the Bible. First, there is Sabbath day rest, which is given by the law of Moses. And this is what the scripture says in Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 to 11. Remember the day of rest to keep it holy. Six days you will do all your work, but the seventh day is a day of rest to the Lord your God. You, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, your cattle, or the traveler who stays with you must not do any work on this day. For in six days the Lord made the heavens the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. And he restored on the seventh day. Sorry, and he rested on the seventh day. So the Lord gave honor to the day of rest and made it holy. Now, church, 
Sabbath day is a day of rest, taking a pause from the hectic work of the week. And it is for us to revitalize and recuperate for the coming week. It helps us to give a good rhythm of rest in our life on a weekly basis. But there is another rest, another rest called the Sabbath rest. And the Sabbath rest is a continual nesting and resting in God. Because it is the work, the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this rest will help us journey longer, further, stronger in our pilgrim on earth. And this principle is from the book of Hebrew, chapter 4, verses 9 to 11. It says here, There remain then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from His. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following the example of disobedience. So, there are two kinds of rest in God. Sabbath day and Sabbath rest. So, what's the difference between these two? And this PowerPoint will show you. Sabbath day, it is based on an Old Testament. Sabbath rest is based on the New Testament. Sabbath day is based on law. Sabbath rest in the New Testament is based on grace. Sabbath day, it is a day of rest that will give us vitality to continue on on our weekly basis. But Sabbath rest, it is resting in the Lord that will give us longevity. Sabbath day gives us a second wind, meaning that it gives us a breather on a weekly basis. But Sabbath rest, it will give us stamina to go on and on and on. And therefore, there is longevity. So that was what Sabbath day and Sabbath rest is. But I want you to know that they, these two must work hand in hand together. We are not to choose one over the other, but we need both of them to work hand in hand together to give us that rest that we need as we go into year 2021 so that we can last long and soar high in our walk with God. Both rests are needed. Let me again use the analogy of marathon to give you an illustration. Now, many people run the marathon well, but there are two groups of people who does not run it well. First group are those who sprint off immediately when the marathon starts. After 5 or 10 kilometers, they ran out of energy, ran out of breath. They either give up or injure themselves. These are the people who have vitality, but they do not have longevity. They achieve some grounds, yes, but they get tired and burn out very quickly. And there's this second group of people. They are at, uh, at the right uh, they are right at the back of the marathon. These people would take their own sweet time not to run the marathon, but perhaps to just walk and breeze through the marathon. When the race starts, they will walk, they will jog, they will jog, they will walk, and they will chit-chat here, chit-chat there, a little bit here, a little bit there, sightseeing here, sightseeing there. They will amble along, and it will take them ages and forever to finish if they ever finish the marathon at all. These people will always come in last 
long after the marathon has ended. They started when the day is dark, and they ended when the day is dark. Now, the race made no difference in their life, and they have not achieved anything much. Now, to the teenager, this sounds very familiar to you, right? Just like the school marathon that your teacher forced you to go to. They have no longevity. Sorry, they have no vitality, but they have longevity. Even the turtle can rust faster than them. But in order not to burn out or to have fatigue in our lives, the Bible says that we must have both vitality and longevity. Therefore, we must have both Sabbath day rest and Sabbath rest. And that is what we need if we want to last long and fly high in year 2021 in our lives for the Lord. So let me share with you three principles from the Bible so that we will learn about these two rests. To merge and marry these two rests together so that we will start off year 2021 with rest. Number one, we need to move from Sabbath law to Sabbath grace. Luke chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields and His disciples began to pick some head of grain, rub them with their hands and ate the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on Sabbath? Jesus answered them, have you ever read that, now what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, taking the consecrated bread. He ate what is lawful only for the priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is the Lord of Sabbath. Now, Jesus is walking around in a grain field and the Pharisees were observing Jesus. Now, church, as Christians, like it or not, people are observing your life and my life, whether you know it or not. So, the Pharisees saw that Jesus was plucking the grain, rubbing it in his hand, blowing the shaft away and eating the grain. It is a simple process of reaping, winnowing and preparing food. And Jesus did this on a Sabbath day. So the Pharisee, observing Jesus, says, Aha! Jesus, you broke the law of Moses. And Jesus replied, Is it? According to who? According to you? Or according to God? Then, Jesus brought them back into the story of David. King David, the king that was revered so much by the Jew and by the Pharisee. And he referred them to the story where David went into the house of God, taking the bread that is consecrated only for the priest. That means that only the priest can touch and eat the bread. No one else. And David ate it. The Lord of Moses stated very strictly that the consecrated bread, which is also called the bread of the presence, can only be eaten by the priest who abstain themselves from certain lifestyle. But here comes David, a warrior with an urgent secret mission sent by King Saul at that time. They were famished. They have nothing to eat. So they came to the priest and says to the priest, do you have anything for us to eat? 
and the priests offer the forbidden bread to David. So, Jesus was indirectly asking the Pharisee, did God condemn David? Did God took the law strictly and punish David? Was human need more important than religious ritual? Now, this is exactly what the Pharisee and many believers today who are so steep in tradition simply cannot accept. They believe that what God really wants is mercy, but they couldn't accept that God can actually say, let go of the ritual, focus on mercy. Hosea chapter 6, verse 6 says, God says, I desire mercy. And also, they don't believe that loving others is more important than religious practices. Isaiah chapter 58. They also don't believe that the sacrifices of God, it is about a broken spirit, a contrite heart. It is more than just having knowledge, observing the law, and also knowing what is in the Bible. So, Jesus is pointing out the hypocrisy and also pointing out that the application of Sabbath law, if it causes detrimental of life, it is out of harmony in God's purpose. So, Jesus, in effect, is saying that if God did not condemn David, whom you revere so much, dear Pharisees, why then you condemn me and others as we ate from this grain on a Sabbath day. And there was silence from the Pharisees. And then, the most interesting, the most dramatic part is this. Jesus ended by saying, the Son of Man is also the Lord of the Sabbath. Now, Jesus is in effect saying that He is God and He is the Lord of the Sabbath. Now, this is a very dramatic uh, phrase from Jesus which is even more unacceptable to the Pharisee. This was a direct claim to the deity of the Lord Jesus and Jesus is telling the Pharisee, you want to talk about the law? Don't you know that I am the Lord who authored the law? I am the Lord who wrote the law. I am the one who know the law. I am the one who gave the law. I am the one who initiated the law. You want to talk about the law? And in this case, Jesus emphasized on grace rather than the law. So, the law of Sabbath day was given in the Old Testament because the Israelite was a nation of slaves in Egypt for 430 years. All that they do is work, 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 and work. Day and night, work, no rest. They were stressed, flat out, fatigued, burnt out. Just like some of us in year 2020. But when God delivered them out of the land of slavery, God gave them the law of Sabbath day. And that was the purpose of the law of Sabbath day. Now let me show you this PowerPoint slide. The law of Sabbath day, it is for the assembly of believers to come together. Leviticus 23.3 The law of Sabbath day also is a day to rest from work and production. It is a day also to give weekly tithes and offering. It's a day to refrain from commerce, but it's also a day to delight and to honor God. 
So these are the purposes of the Sabbath day. It is for the Jew in the Old Testament as they come out from the land of slavery. So Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath and He wants to bring us back to the heart and the spirit of this law. But the Pharisees were so concerned with observing the law, so, so much so that they're so concerning about breaking the law. And therefore, throughout the time, the Pharisees, they added many layers to the law. There were at least 39 categories of Sabbath law according to the Talmud. Now, the Talmud is the Jewish oral law. And under this 39 category, there are hundreds of subcategories and prohibition. For example, if you are an Orthodox Jew, you cannot clip your nail on Sabbath day. Too bad if there's anything stuck in your nail. You cannot walk up the stairs on Sabbath day. If you live on first floor, second floor, third floor, I do not know how you're going to go up. You cannot water the plant. You cannot cook or wash dishes. You cannot take shower. Ladies, you cannot put on makeup. Men, you cannot play sport. Young people, you cannot turn on your phone, take a photo and post on social media. You cannot go on hiking. You cannot go and you cannot even make a telephone call if your house is on fire. That will constitute work. You cannot even open up your umbrella if it is raining. Like yesterday night until today, I'm not sure whether it's still raining today, but it, is, has, it has been raining all day, all night. But you can't open your umbrella on a Sabbath day. It constitutes work. So all this law kept people from delighting in God and oppressed them with the man-made rules. They were added and added layers upon layer. So, how far away are this law from the true spirit of Sabbath law? That's why Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30s, He says here, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So Jesus says, learn from me. Meaning that Jesus wants to bring us back to the spirit and the heart behind the Sabbath day law. So we are to move from law to grace. Meaning that we are to move from the law conscious to God conscious. When we are so concerned about the law, we will always be fearful of whether are we breaking the law? Are we breaking the law? Are we breaking the law? What's the limit can we go before we break the law? How much can we do before we offend God? We need to know that the practices, the ritual, the religious ceremony, all this must lead us to the person of God. It's not just about observing and fulfilling the law. It's all about obeying the law with love, with, willing, uh, with willingness in our heart, and also to relate to the one who gave the law. It's all about delighting in God while obeying the command that He gave us. So work was never the main issue with God, but delighting in God was always the main thing. 
That's why Jesus worked on the day of Sabbath. He went on preaching, healing the sick, opening the eye of the blind, casting out demons, even on Sabbath day. Jesus came to fulfill the law and not abolish the law. So Jesus never broke the law. Everything that Jesus did was to delight Abba Father in heaven. So Sabbath day is not about abstaining from work only. It is not about prohibition of doing work. It's all about taking time to take a rest and to delight in God. To fully, wholeheartedly, to focus on delighting in God. Without any distraction of your phone or doing other stuff while you watch this live streaming. When you understand this, we understand that Sabbath day is a gift from God rather than a chore or a command from God. And today, God is telling us that we need to take that Sabbath day off every week from our work, especially if you're working from home since year 2020 until now. Especially if you're working like a donkey since 2020 until now. There was a wife who always nags her husband because he works so much and never rested. Always go to work early, come home very late. But the husband wanted to, the wife to know that it is very important to work hard because he is providing for the livelihood of the family. He wants to give a good life to the family. So one day, as the husband came home, he saw a herd of donkeys working so hard, non-stop, coming out from the farm, going back to the stables. So this gave the husband an idea. He went home and asked his wife to accompany him to work the next day. So the wife obliged and the husband was delighted. So when it's time to go home, the husband purposely drove past the same herd of donkeys and asked the wife to observe and look at the donkey. So the husband says, look at this donkey. They work so hard. So as usual, the donkey works so hard, non-stop. And when the bell rang, the donkey came out from the farm, went back to their stables. Once they reached home, the husband asked the wife, Dear, what have you observed about this donkey? And the wife gladly replied, Honey, even the donkey know when to stop. Today, God is commanding us to take a rest. Sabbath day rest. Especially when you are working from home. Especially when you are working so hard because of the IMCO. Do not worry about your work and your livelihood. Yes, be responsible and excel in what you do. But when it's time to rest, we need to take that Sabbath day to spend time with the Lord, to rest from work, to delight in God, to spend time with family. Now, some of you may ask me, Pastor, what if I need to work seven days a week? But if you need to work seven days a week, let me ask you these three questions. As I want to show you this PowerPoint, Ask yourself these three questions. Is this work essential or optional? Is this work about God's interest or our own interest? Is there any other day or time to rest and delight in Him? 
So these three questions, I hope that it will help you to give you some handle of how to take a rest if you really must work for seven days. And I hope that after year 2020, and in, as we go through year 2021, we will know what is essential, what is important, what is priority and what is not. Therefore, know that Sabbath day is not just abstaining or prohibiting from work, but it is also having time and space to delight in God, to love God, to worship Him in giving, in prayer, in His Word, and also together with all other believers. We need to move from grace, sorry, we need to move from law to grace. Secondly, we need to move from Moses' Sabbath day to any day. The Bible in Leviticus 23 verse 3 says this, There are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath rest, a day of sacred assembly. You are not to do any work, Wherever you live, it is a Sabbath to the Lord. Now, from this verse, we know that Moses' Sabbath day is on the sixth day. And for us today, it is a Saturday. From Friday sundown until Saturday sundown, that is the Sabbath day law according to the Lord of Moses. But the question that many debates today is this. Is Saturday the only acceptable Sabbath day or rest day? According to the Old Testament law, the Lord of Moses, yes, Saturday is the only acceptable day of Sabbath. And that is when we are under the Lord of Moses. But today, are we under the Lord of Moses? If we really truly want to be under the Lord of Moses, we cannot pick and choose. If you want to observe this, you must observe it entirely the clean and unclean law, the food law, halal and non-halal law, the circumcision law, and the 300 over laws of Moses. But today, we, Gentile, meaning that anyone who is not Jew and Gentile, we are called to keep, are we called to keep the Old Testament law? The answer is no. Why not? Because it is superseded by the Sabbath rest in Hebrew chapter 3 to chapter 4. It is also superseded by the Jerusalem Council edict in Acts chapter 15. If you do not know what are these, you need to go and attend Logos classes. It will help you to give the background of what is Jerusalem edict in chapter 15, Acts chapter 15. So today, as Christians, we no longer need to be circumcised or observe the Sabbath law, the Sabbath law according to the law of Moses. Today, if you are Jew, you have to keep these two practices, the circumcision and the Sabbath law. But not for us as Gentile. We are not obliged to keep the Sabbath day law. So, the next question is this. Can we then transfer any law Sorry, can we transfer the Sabbath day law from Saturday to any other day, to Sunday? The answer is no. We cannot simply transfer the Sabbath day law from Saturday to any other day. Because the Old Testament law states and commands that it must be on the sixth day. God never gives an option and says, 
If thou cannot observe Sabbath day on the sixth day, yet thou shalt observe it on any other day. God never said that. And that is why Old Testament Sabbath day is from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. But the worship of God in the New Testament is on Sunday, which is regarded as the first day of the week. Let me show you this passage of Scripture in Acts chapter 20, verse 7. It says here, On the first day of the week, Apostle Paul says, On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread. Paul, uh, Paul spoke to the people and because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. On the first day of the week. Now, why is it on the first day of the week? Because Jesus rose again, resurrected on Sunday. Revelation chapter 10, verse 1 also tells us that the first day of the week is also called the Lord's Day. Christians gathered to worship God since the early church on Sunday, the first day of the week. But the Jews of the early church, the Jew, like Peter, James, and John, they went to the temple for Sabbath law on a Saturday. And then on Sunday, they went to the home of Christian to worship. And that's how it was. They did both at the same time. Large gathering on Saturday for Sabbath law. And on Sunday, they went from home to home for gathering small groups. But as more and more people from the Gentile community become Christian, many of these people do not go to temple on Saturday because they are not Jew. They just go for worship on a Sunday. And there's no law on the Old Testament governing Sunday worship. According to Acts chapter 2 and chapter 4, it talks about believers, those who are Jew and non-Jew, continue to worship God on a Sunday. They sang Him, broke bread, shared the Word of God, pray, and they give to God. So, the Old Testament Sabbath day is not our New Testament Sunday worship. New Testament Sunday became a holy day, a day specially dedicated to worship God after Emperor Constantine became a Christian in about year 350 AD. And the Emperor Constantine at that time, because he was so passionate, because he became a Christian, he decreed that Sunday became a public rest day and a day of worship for Christians. And therefore, Sunday became our day of worship. Not because New Testament commanded it or stipulated it, because it is by historical tradition. And that is why we worship on a Sunday today. In other words, in other words, sorry, in other words, there is no set day of worship in the New Testament. It can be any other day because we are in the New Testament. But for us, Gentile, we can worship any other day. For the Jew, they must observe the Sabbath law on a Saturday. Now, if you are in Johor, Kedah, Kelantan, Trungganu, it can be on a Friday or a Saturday. For the rest of us in Sabah, Sarawak, in Klang Valley, we worship on a Sunday. 
It can be any other day. But for Orthodox Jews today, they still insist to worship on a Saturday and it's okay as they want to observe the Sabbath law. But for the greater part of the world, Christians worship on a Sunday because it's a public rest day and it enables Christian community to gather for worship. But even though we worship on any other day, the principle of rest, the principle of Sabbath still remains. It is a day to set aside from work, from commerce, from product, uh, from, uh, from, from, from a, a work of product or production, and to delight in the Lord. To worship, to pray, to give, and also together with other believers. So, since pandemic hit us in year 2020, many of us, we are working from home. Many of us, we are working like crazy, like a donkey. Some of us work very hard, and some of us hardly work. So, in First Assembly, we gather on a Sunday, 10 o'clock every morning for worship. And I hope that you continue to worship together with us every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, coming together to worship God wherever you are through the live streaming to be online. But if you really could not, choose ye therefore a day that you will set aside. Keep it holy. Let nothing distract you from keeping one of the day to rest from a week so that you will take delight in the Lord. Because taking a regular day off from work is a faith proclamation to say that we choose God first, that we put God first in our lives to delight in Him, to declare that our life is not defined by our work or our study, but our life is defined by our relationship with God and that we trust God that He will provide for us, He will lead us and He will guide us. As we honour Him, He will take care of us. And that is how faith works. Therefore, let us remember to take a Sabbath day off, not just on Saturday, but to move from Sabbath law to any other day so that we can run strong to have vitality and longevity in year 2021. Today, let us rest according to the principle of God. Let us rest so that we will journey 2021 with greater effectiveness. Thirdly, let us move from Sabbath ritual to Sabbath rest. The Bible in Hebrew chapter 4, verse 9 to 10 says this, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from His. And earlier in this chapter, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3 says this, Now we who believe enter that rest just as God says. Now, every person who believes in God enters into a rest that is provided by Christ. It is a continuous rest based on the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ gave us the power to overcome sin and death. It gave us the power of mercy 
so that we can have forgiveness and restoration, so that we can give forgiveness and restore relationship with others. It gives us power to overcome all trial, temptation, and tribulation. It gives us the power for healing, strength, renewal. It also gives us hope of eternal life. And that is why we do not fear COVID-19. What is the worst that COVID-19 can do to you? Take your life away. If our life is taken away due to COVID-19, we have eternal life in the Lord. Even if we fell sick because of COVID-19, God heals. We believe that God will protect, but at the same time, we also do our due diligence. Both must work hand in hand. So all these are available to us as we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So Sabbath rest is when we enter into a relationship with God by putting our faith in God, meaning that we believe in Jesus, became a follower, a believer, and a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in all that we do, in our lifestyle, we surrender our worries, our agenda, our control of life to God. And in all that we do, we have a relationship with God. And this rest, this restedness in life is based on the relationship with God. Based on what Christ has done on the cross. In contrast, Moses' Sabbath day is based on observing a ritual, what you can and cannot do. But Sabbath rest is based on grace that we abide in God. In Sabbath rest, there is a continual abiding, a continual intimacy and delight in God, a continual nourishment, nesting, resting in God. Not just on Sunday, but all the day. It is a continual substance of rest amidst the work that we do. It is a state of rest, not just an action of rest. A state of rest, meaning that we are at rest in our mind, our heart, our soul, our emotion, because we have Jesus Christ. It is a state of tranquility, calmness, and serenity. A state of peace that everything is going to be okay because we are resting in the arm of our Lord. There's no struggle, no fight, no tension because we have faith in the Creator. We can, still, we can be still and know that God is God. We can be still and know that God calmed the storm. We can be still and know that the battle belongs to the Lord. Sabbath rest is a rest in the Lord as the Lord works in us and through us. Even when we don't see it, even when we don't feel it, He's working, still at work, in us, through us. And as we can continue to rest in Him, we can rest assured that all things work together for good for those, of those who love Him. In Sabbath rest, we know that God is at work and therefore, we can be renewed, restored. We can emerge stronger than ever before. It is when we surrender totally to allow God to work in us instead of us 
working so hard out of worries, anxiety, and it will lead us to fear, fatigue, and burnout. So today, let me encourage you, brothers and sisters, to enter into this Sabbath rest, to surrender our life to God, our worries, our anxiety, our bitterness, our failures, as well as our successes, our relationship, our happiness, our vision, our agenda, and let God work in us and through us in year 2021. That is the Sabbath rest. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible says this, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us lay aside all our ungodly negatives. Let us fix our eye and thoughts on Christ. Let us repent from trusting on false things, trusting on our own finance, trusting on our own strength, trusting on career, trusting on our, our relationship, holding on the temporal things as security. Let us repent from that. And let us place solitude, Practice solitude periodically, or periodically, periodically, whatever it is. And take time to be with God, basically what it means. And that's why I would like to encourage you to start off year 2021 as today. Take 10 days to participate in the fast and pray. Even if you cannot fast, let's pray. Start off with solitude with God so that there will be a discipline for us to stop, pause, rest, and delight. To make this a lifestyle. To make this a restedness in God. Then, Sabbath rest, together with Sabbath day, it will give you renewal, restoration, that you will emerge greater and stronger for year 2021. In Sabbath rest, there's both physical and spiritual rest. Physical rest without spiritual rest is not fulfilling, church. Spiritual rest without physical rest is not restoring. We need both physical, spiritual rest. Sabbath law, Sabbath rest. And in conclusion, I would like to close with this story. Let me show you a photo of this person called Fauja Singh. Remember this name, Fauja Singh. He's born on April 1911. Today, year 2021, he is 110 years old. What's so special about him is not how old he is, but he is the oldest man ever to run a marathon. He started training for marathon race when he was in his late 80s. At the age of 100, he participated in the Toronto Marathon. At the age of 101, he participated in the London Marathon and the Hong Kong Marathon. In the same year, he participated in the Standard Chartered Singapore Marathon. And immediately after the marathon in Singapore, he came to Malaysia to flag off the second annual Charikala Run in Petaling Jaya. In the age of 102, he again participated in the Hong Kong Marathon. And in age 104, 
he participated in the Mumbai Marathon. Turn to the person next to you if you're watching with someone and say, wow! Turn to that person again and say, you're going to be like that also. 80 years old, you can still go strong for the Lord to run a marathon, not give up. And he holds the record as the oldest man to participate in a marathon. His name is Fauja Singh. Remember this name. When he run, there's both vitality and longevity. But many people, when they run, they fade away because they run from one marathon to another without proper rest and restoration. They thought just because the ache and the tiredness of the muscle is gone, they went on from one race to one another. But the muscle fiber and the joint have yet to recuperate fully. But when you rest enough, and then when you run again, then there will be vitality and longevity. Those who enter in the competition without proper healing, yes, you can win a few races, but in the long run, they will sustain more injury and they will fade away. Today, church, God wants us to learn the secret of running strong in year 2021 and beyond. And the secret is this, rest. Tell the person next to you, rest. And if you're watching this alone, type in into the live chat box, rest. God wants us to rest so that we can be revitalized, to emerge stronger, to run longer, so higher in year 2021 and not be burned out. Won't you want that? If yes, say a big amen. Let me hear you say a big amen even when you are watching this at home. So today, let us move from Sabbath law to Sabbath grace. Let us move from Sabbath day to any day. Let us move from Sabbath ritual to Sabbath rest. A rest in the Lord because of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So these are the three facets of resting in the Lord today for us. And as I end today's message, I want to pray for you because some of you, you may be going through a season of tiredness, fatigue, weariness as you cross over to year 2021. You work from home. You may be working from office. You may be in the front line. You may be in the essential who are working like crazy, like donkey in year 2020. You study from home all the time, day and night. And there are stress, anxiousness, and rest may be hardly a word that you recognize. Your mind and your body, it is running at full force all the time. Even in dream, you are still working. Or maybe you may have a new baby having young kids running around and you're stuck with them at home due to the lockdown. And rest is totally foreign to you. You hardly get enough sleep. And some of you, you may be living with your old age parents. You may need to take care of them because they're old age, they're sick and they need your care all the time. And rest is something that you cannot afford. Or some of you, you may be freshmen, housemen. You may be a junior in your company working at the bottom of the food chain that you need to work like crazy in order to keep your job due to the pandemic and you're hardly able to stop from having online meeting, having meeting, replying email, getting the work done, getting the spreadsheet done. And some of you, you may have a business 
But due to the pandemic, your business is severely affected and you must work harder than ever before to try to maintain the livelihood because of the business. Some of you, you may be in a strained relationship, not knowing what to do, how to restore the relationship. There's nobody to help you. You either sink or swim. And many of you, you may have to work every day, including Sunday and Saturday. And there's no rest. But today, I want to pray for you. If you're struggling with rest, if you want to have vitality, longevity, strength, renewal, and restoration, I want you to close your eye and raise up both of your hands right now. Wherever you are as you're watching this, if you want this prayer of rest and you say, yes, God, I want that rest, I want you to just close your eye and by faith, raise up both of your hands and I want to pray for you right now. Father Lord, I want to pray for all the hands that are raised right now. Everyone who are watching this, who need rest right now, all the struggle that they are going through, all the hard time that they're going through right now, as they raise their hand, as a gesture of surrender, as a gesture of faith, and says, yes, Lord, I am He, I am She, I need rest, I need that rest, the Sabbath rest, the Sabbath day, Lord, Father God, I need that. I pray, Father Lord, that You will grant them strength, I pray that you restore them, Father God. Open up the floodgate of heaven right now. That you will descend, Father Lord, your Holy Spirit into them. The spirit of restedness, Father God. That they will rest in the Lord. That there will be tranquility. That there will be peace that surpasses all understanding. That you will work in them and through them. And let the power of God renew them. Renew their heart, their mind. Renew their they are, they are the inspiration, Father God. They are every muscle, Father Lord, every physical body. Restore them, Father God. Give them rest, O Lord Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name as you raise up your hand, brothers and sisters. Wherever you are, wherever you are right now, receive it in Jesus' name. Restedness. Restedness. Father Lord, give them the rest. And I pray, Father God, that you will help them to have vitality, to go, Father Lord, to go the distance with you, to go the distance by the power of the Lord. And they will always know that I can do all things, not by myself, but I can do all things to Christ who strengthened me when I abide in the Lord. Father Lord, let the power of rest be upon them. Let the power of rest be upon them right now. Oh yes, God, shana la basida de lo, sukura la ba 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 basida de lo. Yes, God, receive it in Jesus' name, church. If you are that person, pray to the Lord right now. If you are that person, need a rest, call upon the Lord right now, and the power of God will be upon you. Yes, oh shana la basida de lo. Yes, church, continue to raise up your hand. Don't be shy. Don't hold back. Wherever you are. As you're watching this alone at home or with your family, don't be shy. Don't hold back. Raise up your hand. Reach out to heaven. Yes. Yes. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Let's thank God for His work. Oh, Lord. 
And for the rest of us, I want to pray that as you enter into year 2021, that you will learn this principle of rest, the Sabbath law and the Sabbath rest, that you will marry the two together and it will help you to go on strong in your pilgrim of spiritual walk with God. Father Lord, I want to pray for all members of First Assembly, for all who are watching this, that you will be with them. Let your favour and blessing be upon them, that you will be above them, beneath them, side, at the side of them, in front of them, behind them, that you will be with them. Your favour, your rest, your blessing, your protection, your provision, your power and your presence will go before them, O Lord. And as we go on to year 2021, we will go in with a heart of expectation, with anticipation. And as we participate in the 10 days prayer and fasting, that there will be a renewal, a deeper relationship with God, that we will start the year right anew with a relationship with God. Receive it in Jesus' name, the favour and the blessing of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And last but not least, if you're watching this and if you want the blessing from God, but you are not a believer of Jesus Christ, or you may not have put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to make that decision today. You may have been uh, in church, you may have watched online service for many times, or this may be the first time you're watching. If you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, if you do not consider yourself as a Christian, if you, if you want the blessing from God, it's available for you. All you need to do is just to put your life to Jesus. And if you want to do that, can you repeat this prayer and pray it together with me? And let's pray. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, thank you for your abiding rest. I admit that I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and rose again. I confess you as Lord. I invite you into my heart. I decide to put my faith in you and follow you today. Amen. And if you have just prayed that prayer, if you have made that decision to follow Jesus, I want to congratulate you because you have made the most important decision in your life today. And if you have prayed that prayer and made that decision, let us know. At the end of this video, there's a QR code. Scan the QR code. Tell us who you are, where you're from. And we want to get in contact with you and journey with you. And also for the rest of us, let's continue to look ahead for a greater year 2021. And also before we go, let us declare this, that God is great and His mercy endures forever. Wherever you are, can you repeat after me? God is good. His mercy endures forever. Amen. Wherever you are, let's give a clap offering to the Lord. Come on, church. Let's give a clap offering to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, God. Yes, Lord. I hope that the message will bless you, that you continue to worship with us every Sunday and to continue to deepen your relationship with God. God bless you and I would like to pass the time for announcement right now.